This week on Hot Take from the Kitchen, we sit down with Dr. Lindsay Higgins. We get to know her a little bit better and find out why she opened her practice up here in Alpena. We discuss all the benefits of regular chiropractic visits have and get right into one of our best top fives ever. So without further ado, let's meet Lindsay. All right, welcome everybody. This is episode 97 of Hot Take from the Kitchen. Three weeks in a row. It's a streak. All right, our guest tonight is Lindsay Higgins. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Hot Take from the Kitchen. And I guess we're also on Twitter now. Finally did that. So Steve created a Twitter account. I guess it's Hot Take from the Kitchen. Well, the handle now is hot underscore take. I don't, well, hang on. I'm sorry. Um, hot ticket for the kitchen is too long. Hot ticket kitchen was already taken. It's crazy. Hot take, hot underscore take underscore kitch. Because normally it was hot take, hot kitchen one. I think it was the username they gave us. I was like, that's not going to fly. So, um, but yeah. It's just interesting. Yeah. I personally prefer because I've been using Twitter and Instagram to communicate with people more than Facebook ever since I've been traumatized by the election. So, nothing wrong with that. I just post, I tried to post a feel good story on Facebook once in a while, and then I did Homer Simpson back into the bushes, and away I go. And that's about what I use Facebook for now. <laughs> and selling cars too, obviously. But yeah. I mean, yeah. I just use it for pictures. Yeah. I mean, that brightens my day. <laughs> And your email address is hottakefromthekitchen at gmail.com. It is H-O-T-T-A-K-E-F-R-O-M-T-H-E-K-I-T-C-H-E-N at gmail.com. Nailed it. No emails unless you want to count the one from Instagram. Saying when a new login. Yeah. Who cares about that? All right. I guess we'll get into the hot takes. And I guess just do it right away. Get start with the first one. Yes, do it. I'm ready for it. I want to hear it. A man dies after Ken oh. exposed at a baby shower in the Flint area. Oh, that's not weekend. what I thought you were going to give me. What is it again? I'm stringing you along. A man died after a cannon exploded at a baby shower in the Flint area on Saturday. Is this another baby reveal accident? No, it was a baby shower. Oh. What is a cannon doing in there then? I guess the host of the party was going to shoot the cannon off as a celebration of the baby coming. But instead of the cannon shooting something out, it exploded. It sent shrapnel everywhere yeah. and hit a guy. That killed. sounded like an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Do you watch Grey's Anatomy, Lindsay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of one of Allison's favorite ones is with the bomb inside the guy where they were making a homemade RPG. Mm-hmm. And then... One girl let go, and then Meredith told me, "Do you, do you watch Grey's?" No. Nope. Okay. Anyways, so then this girl freaks out. I'm trying to think. It was um, oh geez, I'll take a picture of her. She's from Adam's family. She was uh, the girl in the Adam's family. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Who's that girl? It's not. Christina Ricci. Yep. It was so Christina Ricci's an EMT. Good job. And um, she's holding, and she freaks out because the anesthesiologist bails. And then this bomb can't drop, so Meredith sticks her hand. Yeah, so Meredith sticks her hand in there, and all of a sudden Meredith's holding the bomb. 
and the bomb expert is Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights. So now I feel like you should watch it just for the Coach Taylor stuff. Because huh. he's very Coach Taylor, even though he's not Coach Taylor. I could just look up Coach Taylor on Gray's on YouTube and just Some watch his things. Yep, just very much of a, let me tell you something, you know, where he gives the, let me tell you something, you're not going to drop this, you know, that type of thing. So it's, anyways, yeah, that, this screams Gray's Anatomy. So, so I saw it was in Michigan. I was like, "What the hell?" Throw people. I so many things <laughs> come in my head. <laughs> Too much free time again because this guy obviously built a cannon. Yes. Or maybe he didn't build one. Maybe he bought one and then it went. I don't know. I don't know. I think he built it himself. It's a better story if it was all homemade built stuff. Whereas if he just bought it from, I mean, that is pure Michigan, though. We do have a good militia in our state. All right, we'll move on. Tampa Bay won Super Bowl last night. That's what I'm, that's what I'm here for. Tom Brady's <laughs> seventh Super Bowl out of ten appearances. We called it last week. Yeah. And just in case people were wondering, before the game started, I put a Tom Brady victory meal. I knew he was going to win. I was confident. <laughs> I really thought the game would be closer than it was. But you know what that game reminded me of? Do you remember when Michigan was our, we had Donardo as our quarterback? Yes. And we would play Michigan State, and Michigan State had Golston, which I don't know, Golston's on Tampa Bay now. And Michigan State used to just line up and kick the shit out of Michigan. They didn't really, I mean, they beat them by the scoreboard. But they just would literally just kick their ass. Yeah. And then we just had no answer for that physicality. That's what happened last night. Just Kansas City was not ready for to get punched in the face like that. And I think that was part of the problem with the officiating was normally when they do get punched in the face like that, the refs are there to kind of remedy that situation. And they just were not like, no, this is, yeah, you're going to have to figure this out tonight. And I think... So. I think Kansas City had bigger problems than the refs. Cause oh, yeah, 100%. I saw a stat today that said Mahomes ran for 497 yards just scrambling, yeah. trying to get away from people. Oh, I mean, we talked about it last week. The loss of their two, his two tackles, they essentially had to redo their whole offensive line. That was I mean, huge. he lost his guards, too. Yeah, so. I mean, so it's like everything was just a hot mess for him. Yeah. And then, of course, you add a couple untimely catches – or, you know, drop passes. Kelsey and Hill both drop some passes, and it's just tough. Yeah. But, I mean, I said, because I know you're not on Twitter. Do you tweet? I, I'm not a tweeter. Okay, I said on Twitter, <laughs> I go, you know, watch. I, as I, I always like to leave Twitter feed, Twitter feed up running while there's a good game going on, like last night. And all these Chiefs fans are all complaining about, oh, the refs and this and that. And I was like, look, man, this is every league at being a Lions fan right now. This is how, if you watch the Lions, everything, you just feel like nothing's breaking your way. Everything that should happen doesn't happen. And then just when you feel like you have a, just a glimmer of hope, the refs come in there and just kind of poke it all away. I mean, that's just how it's been for me for 25 years. So I was just like, like Bruce Willis and Die Hard, welcome to the party, pal. I mean, that's just how I was. I mean, like, I didn't feel bad for him at all. See how this feels? Yeah, exactly. This is, yeah. Right. This time, ready to go ahead. Sarah Thomas 
yeah. being the first female to officiate a Super Bowl. Super cool. Yeah. I've seen That's a lot of rare. memes today about Bruce Arians. Just overall, he's most of the majority of his staff is our minorities. So like, uh, his offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, African American. Yeah, he's, a, and... yeah, he's a strength and conditioning coach and another coach that's a female. Cool. And then just a lot of stuff like yeah. that. So I like Bruce Arians. I, mean, I don't think he should have brought his mom, but 95 years old from Pennsylvania. Yeah, I I can tell you right now, though, if your son finally gets a coach in a Super Bowl by himself, I'm guessing it doesn't matter what age you're, you're going to be there. So. I mean, YOLO. <laughs> and Tom Brady's parents too. They recovered from COVID. And then Tom Brady's mom was fantastic. Well, she did, but being packed in that small suite with all those people. Yeah, I mean, I, just, I guess I'm just worried for why I don't know. The only thing I had a problem with last night was again I tweeted this. I'm just trying to promote my Twitter handle at this point. So, um, I said. For the NFL finding coaches and players all year long for not wearing masks on the sideline, for Roger Goodell to go up there and give a speech without wearing a mask, I felt was very, just the hypocrisy just hey. made me want to, I just wanted to throw a Nerf ball at the TV. But he had really, all he had to do was go there and wear a mask, and then he would have been like, I find all of you, I'm doing it. But the fact that he goes up there and doesn't do it, I'm like, what the, what's going on here right now? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I was waiting for this morning to read, honestly, the paper. NFL fines Tampa Bay for not wearing a mask, like for their celebration, and just something stupid. And then, meanwhile, Roger Goodell is standing up with her song without a mask. I just, I'm so tired of the hypocrisy. It's just, I know. I get you. I just want to stick my tongue outside on something metal that upsets me so much. <laughs> well, Roger Goodell's a douche. So. <laughs> so, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Hot take wise? Tom Brady. Goat? Oh, yeah. Easily. Without a doubt. I think you could have argued maybe he wasn't beforehand. But now that he's done this, it just takes everything and just, I mean, the button's up. If, I mean, the system with Belichick, one team, blah, blah, blah. He's taken all those arguments and then just the fact that he was able to go to a different coach, different system. In the middle, they did play to Tom String, so that's fair. I'm going to concede that point. But yeah. mm. I don't think my prediction last night I told you of him retiring now is going to come true. So I guess he wants to do it again. He's a funny guy. I saw a video on Instagram today where one of his teammates was going around the locker room, like, just showing all these people. And he's like, and there's Tom Brady, and Tom Brady's just cleaning up his locker or whatever. Like, whatever. <laughs> I've been here before. Just made me smile. Well, he said it when they interviewed him. I'm going to enjoy this tonight, and then, like, in 48 hours, it's back to work. Like, he's just literally going to... And that, and that doesn't mean, like, studying game tape. We both know that he's totally re-renovated his diet, the way he trains, and all that stuff, and that's... He was a ghost. I know. Makes the pull on towels. Wow. Is that a sign? Maybe he was going to throw in the towel. Yeah. Maybe that is. Hey, oh. <laughs> Changes right. his mind. Okay. Um, that's all I got, Super Bowl-wise. All right. I found this kind of cute. 
because I guess you got to see the picture, but a koala in Australia caused a six-car pileup because it was trying to cross the road. Then after the pileup, the koala got behind the wheel of one of the cars and it looked like it was driving. So. Great. So. <laughs> it's, it's it helps cute. to see the picture. I guess. Smile. Well, I mean, it sounds very cute. Since you brought it up, have you been following the Detroit Zoo baby polar bear? No, I didn't even know there was one. Well, it's two. Yeah, two, yes. It's worth, that alone, it's worth going over and giving the Detroit Zoo a follow on Instagram. So, Mm -hmm. do you have anything else you want to talk about? Because I have one thing I want to talk about. It's Super Bowl related, so I don't want you to get too far away from it. It's just Michigan is now number three in the country. Without playing. Having played... Two and a half weeks. Yeah, and they're not going to play on Saturday, maybe. Well, I heard the game on the 11th was canceled, yeah. postponed, and they're probably the one on Valentine's Day is being postponed. Yeah, they're hope they were hoping, like I said, they'd play it on the weekend, but they said it's probably not even going to happen. That's crazy. That's all I got. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Bits and parts in the first half. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Okay. For first half, I watched the second half. Yeah. Well, I guess my question is commercials. Did you see a commercial that really made you happy? Anything that stood out to you? Either? I like the Will Ferrell commercial. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm biased to that because yeah. obviously. And then the Michael B. Jordan Alexa commercial. Yeah. That I really good. enjoyed that one for some reason. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, I love Michael B. Jordan, but it just made me smile. Yeah. I sent that one to Allison because Allison likes him. When I found that out like a couple weeks ago, um, I like the Bud Light Legends commercial. Did you see that one? Yeah. Okay. I did. That one made me really happy. And um, I'm trying to think of any other commercial that really jumped out at me. Some of those like Paramount, Paramount yeah, ones yeah. were pretty good. The Snooky, Snooks was back. I like that. Mm-hmm. I think I made them working on it. Okay. <clears throat> and then the only other one was uh, the Bruce Springsteen Jeep. One upset me, but other than that. But I texted you that. Yes. So. I still don't understand it, but I don't mean whatever. <laughs> I probably would feel different if it wasn't a Jeep commercial, I'll be honest with you. I probably wouldn't. It's still a So it would have been Chevy. I would have actually really pissed, that would have pissed me off even ten times more. At least I can say, why am I not surprised? It's a crap commercial because it's a crap manufacturer. So, ayo, hot take. So, <laughs> have I told you my Mopar story when I worked in the factory? You probably have. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell on the pod. So I'll tell you and So I worked for a glass manufacturer that supplied the three big three. And Toyota. And we would shoot urethane around the glass, and it was black liquid, and then when it would harden, it became the hard urethane that was around the windshield. And inevitably, since you're dealing with a liquid that becomes hard, there's little bubbles that form voids in it. So Toyota would only allow less than half a millimeter on their product. Anything with more than a half a millimeter got thrown in the garbage bin and started all over. GM and Ford allowed one to two millimeter bubble. 
so twice the size of Toyota. And to be honest, as a person that would grade them, because I was on quality inspection a lot of time for that, that was very acceptable in my opinion. Because again, you are dealing with a liquid that's, this is bound to happen in the manufacturing process, yes. Mopar, or FCA, four millimeters they would allow of a bubble. So my whole point was, is if they were allowing a four millimeter hole, what else were they along the part grading process would they allow? Now obviously that's why it's cheaper, because if they had a higher yield rate, you know, Dodge had the highest yield rate in that plant, and as you can imagine, Toyota had the worst yield rate, because, you know, they were, but they were very, so it's just, that's my beef. So, so, I don't very often tell that story, because I feel it becomes even more biased coming out of me, because, you know, but it's all true, so, I mean, anyways. That's all I got. All right. Lindsay, anything that is uh, over the past week in the news or current events that you like that? What's an Easter egg? I'm trying to think if there's anything that has struck me other than when I mean, you kind of brought up the possible payment for kids and families. Yeah, the stimulus package. It's been quite wild. I think the first couple of weeks has been a little wild. Just lots of big changes. Yeah. Hopefully, in the right direction. Yeah, I think we just, I mean... Change I is good. Yeah. Settling it down would go a long way yes. with everything. I yeah. think everyone just needs to take it in the... What do you think, Brad? Whatever. There's the koala. He's cute. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not cute. Uh, I like koala bears. <clears throat> just, just look up the picture. I like it. <laughs> Alright, when we come back, we will talk with Lindsay. Alright. It's been hard getting a chance to work out when everything closes so early, and I don't get done working until late at night. Where can I even go to stay in shape? Zen 24 Hour Fitness Center is the place you seek. Whoa, where's that at? It's located at US 23 South in Alpena, across from Kiff Miller's Produce in the Lutz Plaza. Wow, thanks, God. Anytime, bro. Zen 24 Hour Fitness Center. For more information, find us on Facebook or call 884-4397. Zen, find peace in your busy life and get a workout when you want it. Lindsay, why don't you tell everyone how you're here in Alpena? Are you from Alpena? No. Okay. I'm going to answer that with pure luck. Okay. <laughs> I am originally from Roscommon, Higgins Lake area, and bounced around a lot, went to college in Iowa, took my first job in Ireland, came back, Declan and I bounced around the states a little bit, Michigan, North Dakota, Colorado, had our second kid together, and then um, my mom and stepdad live here, and we were kind of open to across northern Michigan being close to family, but also open to the idea of being far enough away to, like, have our own lives, <laughs> So we landed here. He got a job with Lafarge, and so I spent a little bit of time in Alpena throughout college, just kind of visiting my mom here and there, but wasn't very familiar with the town at all. Um, just knew I liked it on the water, bigger than Ross Common, so to me... 
I hear a lot of people, a lot of locals complain about how small of a town it is to me. Alpina's got it going on, kind of. I, I, don't, I, think, I don't disagree with it. Right. <clears throat> so, um, I just, we actually find a, a pretty cool common ground from the areas that Declan and I both came from, because I'm from a very small town, and the layout of Alpina is very similar to Galway, where he's from. There's a big river that comes down through the town, lots of kind of activity going up at walkways, shops, um, and empties out into a big Galway Bay and Thunder Bay here, and it's it's kind of like a nice neutral ground for both of us. Cool. Yeah. Um, you are a chiropractor. I am. So I have lots to talk about this. So hey. first of all, let's. How did you become a chiropractor? Um, I was originally heading towards, um, I have my firefighter one and two training and wanted to go to LSSU for the fire science program. I come from a line of firefighters who had talked me out of it and basically taught me it's a dying breed, you know, find something more secure. I had no idea what I wanted to do, so I went into nursing and just kind of thought, what am I doing? This is not... Yeah, I struggled with athletics and stuff, taking ibuprofen as a high schooler and, you know, to mask anything. And I just am like, what? that's not something I even want to do. Why am I going into a profession that that's what it is? You know, a big part of it is, is working with medications. And I just kind of re- had to rethink it. Ended up following my boyfriend at the time to chiropractic school, moved down to Davenport and Iowa and went to Palmer and just kind of in learning more about chiropractic decided that was more my alley and I haven't regretted it since I mean it's a it's a pretty cool way to help people yeah let me we're gonna tangent big time here yeah so if you don't mind me tangenting at what point did you realize what stage were you in there anything where you're like I don't want to do this I was early on, thank goodness. Pre-Rex, yep. And he was going on. I was kind of, you know, reconsidering maybe veterinary medicine or something different that still was in the health field. I was an EMT already at the time and just kind of like interested in that and the body and the functions of the body and all that and figured I just needed to find a different avenue. I just wasn't in the right portion of that. Okay. She's gonna listen, so I don't care. Do I care? Don't YOLO, care. YOLO. I mean, nope. she's. I mean, I spent five years with my daughter being mad at me before. So what's it gonna be another oh, two months? So, um, <laughs> my daughter is graduating college okay. in May. She wanted to be a doctor, and she went to a school for a track scholarship. Okay. And she is at the end of it. Like she's that she'll graduate in three months. About. She called me the other day very upset because she doesn't know what she wants to do with her life because she knows she doesn't want to be a doctor anymore. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't know what to do. Ideally, what she wants to do is be some type of nurse mm-hmm. and maybe eventually be a PA or whatever. However, she knows that if she were going to start over, she's essentially kind of fit what she feels in her mind is wasting four years. Like she just, mm-hmm. and I've tried to calm her down and I was like, look, first of all, you're really young. I go, not everyone just goes four years and graduates right away. And I go, you 
done a phenomenal job of that. Definitely. I go, it's okay. You have plenty of time. And I just gave her that whole, like, mm-hmm. you're young. It's okay. And, like, the whole reason, I go, you didn't go to Heidelberg or be a doctor anyways, because if you did want to go to a school for doctor, you would have gone somewhere else. You could have gone anywhere you wanted, mm-hmm. but you wanted to go there for track. That's still, you know, just talking her off the edge a little bit. So I just didn't know maybe um, at what point you reached and, or you were where you were like, oh, I want to go to Heidelberg, you know. I guess I'm just always looking for a little bit of information that I just can pass it along to her without her seeing like dad's lecturing me more. Well, so. I have an 18 year old stepdaughter who yeah. is walking the same journey right now, and she was actually enrolled to go to ACC. Mm-hmm. Leah lives in Ireland still, full time with her mom, and um, was all enrolled for the fall semester this past year, and then, you know. Yeah arch happened (laughs) and it was just kind of this real big upset and I feel really bad for kids at that kind of age level right now high schoolers coming out and college kids that are already started and kids that are in limbo between do I go or do I not Mm -hmm. it's such a weird time right now that that makes it a really big consideration that's outside of what any of us have experienced you know um so I mean, I'm, I'm having the same chat with her. Yeah. It's like, dude, you've got time. You're 18. She ended up, she's back home now and just started working for experience in a nursing home. Loves it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think I, the biggest thing I always tell her is just trust the journey. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to, you're going to end up where you need to be and just try to enjoy it yeah. as it comes. I think, I think kids and definitely our generation, I think, had a real big push for needing to figure out what you're going to do with your life when you graduate so that you have a clear direction or path. That's what we were fed, at least. Yeah. And I've been part of that problem. <clears throat> and the reason, I, I've always told her, I've always said one thing, I have one phrase and they hate it, but it's what it is. I said, pick your career before your career picks you. Mm. I said, because at some point you'll be in your life where you're just going to have to take something. You might not be super excited about it, but life happens. I mean, my daughter is now in love mm-hmm. and just things like that. And I was like, try to figure it out early enough where you still have options for yeah, yourself. <clears throat> so that's what I've always, I, but I kept assuring her that it might, you got to know, I know you've mm-hmm. probably never met my daughter, but she's sharp as a freaking tack and yeah. she's just always knowing what she wants to do so she's having a lot of problems with it this is but at, at the same time it's an awesome moment of growth for her yeah. like an awesome just a really cool moment of a person that's just always had everything together, together for her to be like I have no idea what I'm doing and like you said just trust the process is they're gonna be okay and I think probably for <clears> an individual that's naturally like that it's scary it's frustrating yeah. it's um, upsetting but it's also, like you said, a really good learning mm-hmm. moment and to just kind of step back a minute. And it's okay. It's okay to not have it figured out yet. Yeah, and that's what I said. It's okay. And, like, and she's very type A, so it's yeah. hard for her, but, you know. But, like, no, it's not that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she's like, where am I going to live next year? Well, if you have to, you can come live with me. It'll be okay. What am I supposed to do? Uh, You'll figure it out. It's going to be all right. Yeah. You know. So. That's I just when you said that so sorry no, we'll go back yeah. so 
once you became your, did you get a degree, a certification? How does it all work? I have a doctorate in doctorate. chiropractic. Yes. Amazing. And I'll actually be celebrating. This is my tenth year of practice. February twenty fifth. Wow. Now, have you always practiced in the Alpena area? No. 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 Nope. Okay. I've been here since two thousand seventeen. Is when I opened here. Okay. Straight out of the shoot, went to Ireland. At the time, I was twenty four, single, unattached, no reason not to travel, and yeah, took a job over there. Yeah interesting situation but um the practice there is owned by a woman from wisconsin and her husband who's from sweden and they chose ireland for themselves as a neutral ground opened up a practice there and now they live and practice out of iron mountain michigan so it's amazing uh, you know so i met them already kind of had a connection over there um who's her parents i met at a seminar and they got me in touch with her asked about you know all the questions and it was i think two weeks before graduation i drove from davenport up to iron mountain for the interview spent some time with them um after graduation so that would have been february 25th 2011 spent three weeks training with them up there and then shipped out and was there for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I mean, it was wild. Is it wild, wild there? I think the whole thought that it, the wild about it was just how fast things moved and yet at that age, I'd never set foot in Ireland before. Right. Until the day I got off a plane with these two like body-sized duffel bags full of clothes and everything I needed for the next year, you know? Mm -hmm. It was just crazy, but it's it's totally different over there. I think a lot of people think, okay, we we have some similar maybe fashion. We speak the same language. We idolize a lot of the same like um, celebrities, all that kind of stuff. It seems very close and connected, but it's a different world. It's cool though. I mean, I think you could see that because you, you said you you spent time in Iowa, right? Yeah. Yeah. You see that just in the United States. It's like just going from like Michigan to Texas or totally. Florida to California. Yeah, just the whole world. I there. think that's a huge thing I learned by living over there. I mean, you travel a couple hours and it is an entirely different culture in a different country, different language, different traditions. And part of that was like, we have to have that in the States. It's huge. And I kind of put me on a quest and definitely maybe something I didn't consider before, but now certainly kind of a bucket list to check out each state and learn more about it you know right so super cool yeah so i have a confession to make to you okay. i am somewhat of a i don't know i want to say it i'm not a disbeliever because i totally believe in that chiropractic practice is worth it <laughs> i just am, i'm petrified to go okay and the reason i'm scared to go it's not probably the reason that you probably haven't run into most people, but everything I've ever heard about going to the chiropractor is once you go... You have to keep going. You just know... And I know that for a fact that my body is all junked up. Like, mm -hmm. I just don't even know what's messed up and mm -hmm. I'm out of line. And I know once you put it in line, I'm going to You're going to realize how good you feel. Holy freaking yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> and then it'll constantly be... It's like crack. I always say it's like, it's like a legalized crack operation because once you know... Where you're like I'm supposed to be, 
like uh, now I have to go back because yeah. like you know like I don't know because right now I mean as you saw as everyone saw it seemed like I took a pretty decent spill on my porch I mean I saw that yeah and my <laughs> I kind of cringed and between my two shoulder blades and up through my neck I have been battling oh dull pain for the past ever since that and I know 100% what needs to happen what needs to happen is they need to come and set an appointment with you <laughs> you need to do whatever you need to do so that way and then it's going to be like I, I didn't go to the dentist for the longest time because I didn't have medical insurance and dental work became a luxury. Mm -hmm. So I, when I finally went to the dentist, it was like a, a five-part docu-series of me going in there and just getting my teeth cleaned and whatever mm -hmm. else needed to be done and everything. So I'm sure that's going to be very much of the same similar fashion with you. Why, what can you tell someone like me of like some of the main benefits of coming to see you? For one, you feel good, of course. That's I think... One of the things that got me so interested in it is my parents took me as a kid through sports and stuff. And, you know, when you feel better, you function better. You put more into what you're doing. If In that case, being an athlete, you feel more confident. You feel better in your body to do the things that are required of it. Take that now, and we're talking about a different, you know, group of people. If you're a farmer, you know what you got to do, and you got to feel good doing it because you can't slow down. You can't afford to. Same with uh, runners or athletes that have certain goals in mind. Um, same for lawyers who have to stand and sit in court and finish these things. They have to be able to do that. And, um, you know, to be able to help promote life at its best. Mm -hmm is the biggest part of it, you know, and it's it's one of the last true um, immediate gratification things that I can think of. I mean, oh, I don't doubt literally for a walk out or get off the table and say, oh my gosh, I can breathe better or look at my gait or yeah. whatever. And everybody's different mm -hmm. and we celebrate whatever those things are for that person, but everybody is different and, and sometimes it's immediate. Sometimes it takes a little bit. It just depends on what you got going on. I think it's beautiful to me. Totally um, serendipitous. <laughs> He's here <laughs> the last week. That you are here this week because we had Paige last week. Mm. And, of course, I know you have strong performance locker roots as well. Mm -hmm. So hearing you talk, it's very interesting that you echo some of the, the same um, principles that Casey's business was founded upon mm -hmm. right um so that was a really good point i'm that helped mm -hmm. so i'm in um what are i'm not worried about getting hurt or anything like mm -hmm. that if i wanted to so let's say my first visit what's my first initial visit your initial <clears throat> visit, you come in, you're greeted with a masked smile. <laughs> yes. Have a little bit of paperwork to do. Um, and then I take you back. Uh, I really try to keep things laid back mm -hmm. in my office. I've worked in a couple other clinics. And as grateful as I am to my prior experience, what I learned most from them is what I don't want my office to be like. Right. And so we're really laid back in there. I bring you back hit you on the table, check everything out, um, and tell you what I'm finding. 
Um, and then we take it on a visit by visit basis after that. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like I'm to the point where I know my insurance covers or helps with the visits. So, um, I'm blessed with a very decent insurance program. So there's that. And then to my wife's encouragement, she's like, I understand why you're not doing this. So like there was a dual purpose in me inviting you into the pod one. I think you're great. Well, I feel like this is a perfect spot to put in here. I do not accept insurance. <laughs> oh, okay. That's fine though. Um, it's again, kind of one of those things I think the profession as a whole is starting to away from insurance just because of what's covered what's not yeah it becomes less and less every year um but because of that and kind of knowing this area i do try to keep fees really reasonable and close to what your co-pays might be yeah, that makes so sense. it's pretty i'm more i mean well that's great and i appreciate yeah. the insurance part of it to me it's just more of a i know i need to go because mm-hmm. like i said i just know that everything is a hot mess especially mm-hmm. back there what do you think, Brad? Probably with you. I need to go too. <laughs> Brad has a shoulder problem. I think I just heard that when I walked in. <laughs> My ears pick up on a little yeah. radar. <laughs> That's the original reason I went to the performance locker. Is um, I was playing basketball a long time ago. Paused. I had a pure ADD moment, and then when I was when you were talking. It something came up, and I was like, you need to ask her about that. So before I go down that yeah, rabbit hole, yeah. I want to ask you. You said you played sports. What sports did you play? Oh, boy. I When I started being adjusted, I was playing basketball at the time. I found soccer in eighth grade. Nice. And loved it and okay. played into college right. a little bit just with our chiropractic school. Um, and I also did powerlifting tournaments. <laughs> I like so, it a lot. Held a couple of state records here. Let's go. <laughs> they've been they've been surpassed by far now. I'm but sure. Like, yeah, I know how that stuff goes. Yeah. It's amazing some of the records now that you're seeing um, being just blown by with mm. just the, so much more training now goes into athletes than was ever thought about. You know, at starting kids so much, specializing kids so much sooner now, and it's leading to. Some cool things, however, you can have different debate on whether it's good long term. Ethical or not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. Well, I'll handle my own kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Years, so, so um, I hurt my shoulder playing basketball, and blah, 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 and I couldn't do what Brad's doing right now. Where I had a, my biggest problem was is if I was sitting in a car and I had to reach to my back seat, mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. So I was putting on a coat different way. I was doing it was just affecting everything how I did in my life. Yeah. So I went to the doctor and they said you need six weeks of physical therapy mm-hmm. at like a hundred dollars a shot and like three times a week. Something stupid. And I was like, look, man, you don't know me, but that ain't happening. So I went. I was like, I can figure this out. Like, and I didn't mean by me. So what I did is I rolled with Casey. And I went. To, and of course, Casey gave me a. You know, I feel like I need a box of tissues because I miss it so much. <laughs> and yeah, so I um, went and he did me, gave me the test, and I just told him like, "Look, man, in my shoulder, I just have no range of motion now. I don't know what happened to it." And just God bless him, the series of exercises that he gave me, not only so I could like work out in a group with everyone, mm-hmm. which you know I'm talking about, and mm-hmm. he was able to modify it for me, which alone was amazing. Yes, because where the other place where I was going. 
while it was great that they knew I was hurt, yeah. when it would come, I wasn't necessarily giving any type of really a, a real modification to do where I could still felt challenged and right. just, you know, so. Or part of the group. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I mean, as you know, with the, his workouts, I would spend my first five or ten minutes just flossing that back shoulder blade with mm-hmm. a, whatever he would do. And, and, you know, he would just give me different things and I would just like groan and just be, it would be in the most miserable <laughs> 10 minutes. I just saw a t-shirt the other day that I want to buy for him or wear around him when I see him <laughs> and it says, I hate you. I hate this place. See you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> perfect. Like, that's how I felt. They, they were great. I miss that place. Yeah. <laughs> but, and that being said, it's like, and I was telling Brad when I get too hunched over and I start losing some range of motion, mm-hmm. like where it's, I feel, I just do those four exercises with yeah. with a rubber band and a ball, and within two weeks I'm just, it's back, and it's just wild to me how mm-hmm. like, you know, and he told me my problem is is that I don't keep my shoulder screwed in, yeah. you know, I don't keep it screwed, I get all wonky with it out here, even when I throw and stuff like that, and. When I keep it screwed in, everything's fine. But that's awesome. I that's, d- don't do that. Yeah, that's one thing I love to hear in or outside, you know, my sector of healthcare. But you know, even when I have somebody in that's done physical therapy, and they'll say, you know, it it was feeling a lot better while I was going, and then it didn't. And I'm like, did you keep doing what they taught you to do? <laughs> the whole point is they're educating you on how to care for your body and you have to keep doing those things so that's awesome that you picked that up and you hold that close here well I think you can relate because I'm sure you have people that come to you that are in a lot of pain at times I was really uncomfortable like it was Mm -hmm. seriously limiting in my life like Mm -hmm. every time I wanted to pick on my winter coat like I couldn't I used to always lead with my left arm and then I'd put my right arm Mm -hmm. through and then it got to the point where I had to put my... I mean, it just changed everything the way, you know. And mm-hmm. as I told Casey, it wasn't like, oh, I can't live my life. I can't go on. Like, that's not where I it know, was. But it's like, this isn't how it's supposed to be. Yeah, and it was just just enough. And then once I started working out with him regularly, it really opened up. Because it, it wasn't just addressing my shoulder. It was my stupid ankles, tight ankles, and all that other kind of crap that I have. Because I sit so mm-hmm. much. And um, But yeah, anyways... Enough about Casey in the performance locker. It's a second pop. <laughs> okay. I know. It's funny. I was just talking with Mary the other day, and she, who obviously, I think she would go with noon with you, right? Would you work out with Mary? Oh, yeah. 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 And she, we were talking about how much we miss it, too, and it's mm-hmm. just kind of, it is what it is. You're like, you all need a silent candle vigil or something. Or just like... <laughs> reopen the place and or then, that then, Casey and then, well and he doesn't really necessarily even have to like still kind of run it like we could all collectively figure just something just be there yeah and something hey out. remember this one do that <laughs> yeah good group yeah okay so um what is the name of your clinic Higgins Family Chiropractic and our you have a website Facebook blah 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 Facebook page I'm slowly, this is very sad, but I'm being drug out from behind my little stone rock and safe hiding place of 
lesser technology into the current world, but we do have a Facebook page um, and getting there. Yeah. So if I wanted to get set up an appointment with you, what would be the first, like the initial consult, what would be the... For the charge? No, just how would I do it? Like, oh, do I call, call you? Call me. Okay. 884-1212. Excellent. Or visit, a lot of people do message through the Facebook page. Um, directly and if I can answer I will if I'm out of town for the weekend I'll talk to you Monday <laughs> yeah no that's perfectly fine I love that you set that boundary so good for you yeah it's the opposite of mine so yeah <laughs> it's what it is uh, um where, where are you located at I am in the center building on the second floor awesome all right anything you got Brad she sell you or are you thinking about it now I'm thinking about it Come on in and visit anytime. <laughs> Think about it. I hundred percent know it needs to happen. Like I know now more than ever. This last, this last two weeks of my life or month of my life has just been so ridiculously comical. Like everyone's like, "Well, you're getting old," and I'm like, "That's a very valid point that I am getting old, but it has nothing to do with being old. It's just no." And then I mean, we just don't recover from things quite as quickly. <laughs> yeah. Each year, it's like, man, I see some sort of crash or fall. It's like, <laughs> I was telling Brad that it wasn't the fall that, I mean, the fall hurt obviously, and I wasn't that bad. But that next Wednesday, I was carrying. I decided uh, instead of making a whole bunch of little trips with the garbage, like thirteen gallon bags. I was going to grab a 50-gallon garbage bag, put all my garbages in there, and then carry them out. So I'm carrying this huge bag of heavy garbage out to my garbage can, and I'm about halfway there, and I sneezed. Oh, so I have all this weight torqued up here, and everything's really rigid, and then I sneeze, and then all of a sudden, like, I'm like, what the heck just happened? Like, my whole body just, just, yeah, anyways. And then that's when I knew there's something wrong, because I was like, you should be able to, I mean, it was heavy, but... I shouldn't sneeze and cause a bunch of problems like that. So, you'd be surprised. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you probably got some great stories. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure between slipping and falling on any ice here in this area, it probably gets a lot of. You see a lot of slip and falls on the ice, a lot of skiing accidents, a lot of. What did I have the other week? I had two snowmobile accidents. Oi. A lot, a lot of, a lot of different things. Well, I mean, so we just need to set something up. So that's great. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we will take a break, come back, and we'll do our top five. Great. Awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. Now we're going to do our top five. And this week's top five is our top five Super Bowl snacks. So I'm going to make a quick admission. I made this just snacks. Because one of mine, and I know you're not going to have it because it's a family thing, is a Christmas snack that always comes out at Christmas time. But it's the same, like spread food. Yeah. Okay, is that a fair way of saying that? Yeah, so, sure. Okay, cool. Just made me think I would rather say it that way than me lying and saying that it's part of the Super Bowl, even though I know this person would make it for the Super Bowl if I wanted it to, but it's always made. It's been there every Christmas. 
So I just associate Christmas with it. All right. Something wrong with that? Yeah. All right, Lindsay, you're first. The number one favorite spread of food. Number one. You get my the first top pick. pick. Your top pick. This is not number five, number one, huh? Yep. Buffalo chicken dip. Wow, that's a really solid pick. Is yours cheese based? Cream cheese. Cream cheese based? Okay. Interesting. Lots of francs. Lots of francs, yeah. Mm-hmm. When I did my research, there was like 10 variations of buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> like, And it was amazing to see all the different kinds that were out there. So, I mean, I can't. In fact, the one that said like top 20 Super Bowl foods and like eight of them were buffalo chicken dip. And I was like, this is really a top 10 list with the, one of them being buffalo chicken dip. But it had multiple versions yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. We even had for Christmas Jason Backus, one of the massage therapists in our office, is vegan, so we just all decided it's a challenge. Let's all make vegan dishes. And um, one of the girls, Chelsea, who helps me out, she made a vegan buffalo chicken dip. And I was like, you're not going to pull that off. And it was pretty good. It was cauliflower. Oh, perfect. But it was, in- it was, it was good. My number one, it's a no-brainer. You don't know what it is, so just say it. Do you know what it is? Wings. No, it's not wings. Seven-layer dip. Steve's seven-layer dip, which has kind of become this folklore thing amongst our friends. Running joke, especially with the Mindex. It's bonus points if I have extra money in the bank account and I can afford the avocados to make fresh guacamole. But sometimes I get it cheap, and it's a six-layer dip. Because if avocados are like two fifty a piece, it ain't happening. I'm gonna be honest with you. But if they're like five for a dollar or like a dollar each, and you get five for five, you're probably gonna have guacamole on the seven layer dip. Just gotta feel something instead of the guac, like marshmallow fluff or something. Keep seven layers. Wouldn't be good. It wouldn't. Be, but I, I understand you. That is a very valid point. But yeah, so people ask a lot when. I do it in my seven layer dip, and I'll tell you all now. I mix taco seasoning throughout the thing. So in the bean layer, obviously I put taco seasoning in the bean. With the meat, if I put meat in, I put taco seasoning. With the cheese, I'll mix taco seasoning in the cheese before I put the cheese on it. I put taco seasoning throughout that son of a gun. So that's why it tastes a little bit different than anything. Mm-hmm. So there's your secret. All right. Hack. Awesome. All right. Dun, 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 dun. My first pick, I'll take nachos. Nacho. Nacho, good nacho. Man, that's in my top three. I mean, they're a little messy, but... Can I yes. ask, because I didn't know I had this in parentheses on mine, are we just doing nachos overall, or is it just like a certain type of nacho? <clears throat> gonna be selfish and just steal all the nachos okay all right that's fair i'll give Lindsay all buffalo chicken dip and then i'll give you all nachos i'm fine with that i just need to know because for me my favorite thing is when you take hot italian sausage a jar of salsa and some velveeta in a slow cooker and then you dip the chips and that's like for me that's it that's where it's at but i also see value in like a nacho bar yeah so, okay, I just wanted to say... So, like, are we saying that, like, <clears throat> chips and queso is out? Is that a nacho in this? It has to be. Yeah, I guess. 
That would be the foundation of Nagel's yeah. natural. So, all right. Shoot. It's okay. Yeah. Number four. Oh, I was being set up or something like that. Oh, and, and <laughs> it can get brutal sometimes. Yeah. We got shocked last week, though. So yes. you should know that the bar is super high for you. Not very often no. do we get knocked back on our heels, but we were both like... We didn't I, expect that to come up. So. No, and... It, I mean, so far, it's been my favorite moment in all our top fives we've been on. We've wow. done 96 of these. 97? This is 97. Yeah, we've been done 97 of these, and it's the first time where I felt I got tagged right on the chin and knocked back a little bit. Uh-oh. Only 95 of there. Yeah, that's so true. This will be the 95. <laughs> all right, go ahead. All right, uh, number two. <clears throat> going to take guacamole. Apparently, I make a mean guacamole. Yeah, and your secret is... I remember the one time you did it, and we really liked it that way. You were out of limes, and you put lemon in it. Yeah. I really liked it that way. I do that now. I still use lime. Yeah, I use you lime. You just need the it. acid, yeah. so it doesn't turn brown. Mm-hmm. So. I didn't have guacamole, though. No? And now, since I know that you guys won't choose this one that's um, like special to me, I can make that my number five. So I did a lot of thinking about this. I'm gonna leave that one for out there because it would get. I'll, I'm sure someone else will pick it. So I'm going really to go. Funny you here right now. <laughs> I'm going to go and change it up. My second favorite thing in that spread are cupcakes. So I gotta what? have something sweet. <laughs> Whoa! I don't have anything sweet on me. Because right, am I right though? You gotta have something sweet, and I love a good cupcake. I did a lot of thinking about what would I want if I was at a spread and I would go and I, it was something sweet, what would I want? And I would, go, I would want a really good effing cupcake. Number two, though, that should give you an idea because I did think of you, but I was like, I don't feel like I should say that because you make it. Is that you know what I mean? Oh my gosh, oh. So, but anyways. Well, now I But you get what I mean. Like, if yes. you're looking at a spread and you're like, what do I want? You gotta have kind of. You gotta have something for your sweet too. Yes. So okay. Anyways, Thank Lindsay. You. That was good. Thank you. For <laughs> okay. This is like a staple for right. us. A ham and cheese slider tray. I have sliders on here. Good call. And they're delicious. Do you use Swiss cheese? Yes, and ham on Hawaiian rolls That's with right. the butter and mustard and poppy seed topping and onions. I got that here. Dang. I got that on here. Do you, I have like, I'll sometimes have like a Dijon dipping area because Allison doesn't like mustard sometimes. Okay. She doesn't like ham, so I guess it's really pointless. But. <laughs> right. And then you get to go again. I get to go again. Okay. I'm taking chips and queso off there. I have on here crab rangoons. I spent a lot of time thinking about those, so you're it's okay. Because I got what I saw were Southwest egg rolls, and I was like egg rolls, and then egg rolls led me to Grand Rangoons, and I was like, oh my god, those were really good. Yeah. Fair enough. So that's oh, it's to me now, isn't it? Yes. So this is my number three because I already have five. So I'm gonna go ahead and make a whole bunch of Northern Michigan people happy, and I put Lanyager. For number three, extra bonus points if you killed the creature yourself and then served it to the people. <laughs> so whether that's deer, elk, 
bear, whatever <clears throat> creature that you want to turn into a sausage and stick it on a plate and then feed the people. I'm guaranteed you to pick something up. I'll pick it up and I will eat it. I will put it on my plate. It's good. So, yeah. So, and like I said, bonus points if you kill it yourself. So, All right. Well, then, since Steve reminded me of these, <laughs> number three are going to be Rice Krispie Brownies. <laughs> Never heard of such oh, a thing. My oh, my what? God. Brad makes it, but it's like... <laughs> Is it like a... Brookie, like it's a layer of Rice Krispie treats and a layer of brownie, or is it? No, it's Rice Krispie, chocolate Rice Krispie treats, and then like a ganache on top. They're so good. That sounds really good. And again, if we're at a spread of food, and we were with you, and you go, I brought the Rice Krispie treats, guaranteed, no matter what's going on in my life, no matter what diet is on, I'm picking one. I'm actually taking two because I'm taking an extra one for Allison because I know she would want another one. Yeah. So. I'm a good dude. That's a good thing to do. <laughs> really, I thought that you should just take one, put that back, and then take the whole <laughs> take plate the with tray. Yeah. Right. Take two for one plate. Uh, <laughs> all right. And for number four, I'm going to go with Puppy Chow. Ooh. That's two sweet, sweet tooth. I'm pumped. Yum. So I know my last two. I'm excited. So, because <laughs> they're both like not average. So they're very specific. So now it's my turn again. Oh, so my, this is my number fourth one, right? Yes. Your mom's taco salad. Mm. I, I love taco salad, but specifically your mom's taco salad. She does make a mean taco salad. So, like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every Fourth of July after the parade. I mean, for the most part, when yeah. things were happening normally, yes. So, or yeah, whatever you know okay. what I mean. What's your mom's secret? I don't think there is really Doritos. Yeah, she That's uses what makes Dor- it for me. Yeah, she uses Doritos as the chip. Okay. Catalina salad dressing. And I don't like the Catalina. But she uses she makes this. It's like Jesus a- size bowl of it, <laughs> and it's just like, and normally, and for some, and what's what's weird is. As you've done these, other people bring taco salad, and I'll try it next to your mom's, and it's just not even close to being the same. She really doesn't do anything spectacular. With I know, but it's but you know Maybe you you know like, what I mean though, right? Yeah. Okay. It's because she makes it with love. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, Brad's mom's taco salad. That's the best ingredient there is. Okay. These are both. You know, I don't know if these are popular or not. <laughs> and I don't know if there's a special name for them either. It's okay. But those ham and pickle roll-ups. You like pickle or green I, onion? Oh, I like both. Okay. so But pickles are what is traditional. So you can go... We used to call them snails. Oh, That's okay. That's what we used to call them. <laughs> you can go to purchase. I did know that. And then I do it every day at lunch. I get a little tree, <laughs> but I don't like pickle. I don't want to do any one. So, and I will get them if they're there every time. Yep, they do both, but the onion one sells out, and I argue with them. (laughs) Why are you you making these stupid pickles? If you make 20 of these, and there's 10 each, and the onion ones always sell, and you have like eight of the pickle ones left. (laughs) You could break out your green juice and you make more, because I usually lunch late, so a lot of times they're all gone by the time. 
But anyways. All right. This last one's kind of a local one mm-hmm. because I only just discovered it this past year, which I'm kind of sad I missed out the first two years we were here, but the Black Sheep's homemade potato chips and French onion dip. I've had their potato Whoa. chips. I haven't had their French onion dip. You need to. Wow. I mean, if you like French onion dip, mm-hmm. that's going to beat anything you buy. It's wow. really good. And those chips are bomb. So. Man, we might have to do that Sunday. Yes. After Mary. the ice skate. Yes. Okay. Well, anyways. <laughs> Your last pick. Oh, it's to me? Yeah. Oh, okay, this is easy, because I already know what it was. But I want to make sure I say it right. So Allison's mom for Christmas makes this cheese ball that's full of imitation crab and shrimp. Yes. And it's got green onion and garlic powder. And the first two years of me going there, it looked so sketch, I didn't eat it. Because I was just like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of cheese ball. And I thought that's what it was. And then, I forgot, I think it was Allison's brother-in-law, Rich, ate it. He's like, that thing's amazing. And I was like, what is it? And he's like, just try it. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to try it. I regret wasting two years of my life passing on that thing <laughs> because it is amazing. And I just, now every time for Christmas, I'll eat that whole thing throughout the night. I have no self-control on it, which is, a, again, another great sign of a great thing. So it should be a lot higher, but I knew no one else was going to pick that really, so I was like, safe. Yeah. So. It does sound good. Well, it makes a shrimp bowl when she puts cocktail sauce on top. Okay. Cream cheese, shrimp, cocktail sauce, or cream cheese. That's cock- cream cheese and shrimp mixed together. Probably oh, some other cheeses. Yeah. And- huh. I've yeah. seen that, but I've, this is weird. Like I said, I've never seen one else make it. I don't think it's like she's not really yeah. a wheel. I'm sure it's yeah. a Philadelphia cream cheese thing that you know <laughs> it was there one time. She's like, oh, I'll make it. But um, yeah, like for real. Like I could go for that right now. And then they always buy uh, club crackers. Yes. So they're a little buttery. And then they just, I mean, I take that and a handful of Wayne Yeager and I am good to go because it's not super salty and it's kind of offsets the saltiness and smokiness of the Wayne Yeager. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I'm ready. That reminds me, how did the Christmas presents, the Grandma's cookie recipe go? Fantastic. Really good. Awesome. So... What made it even better was obviously it was a surprise. Yeah. So I gave it to Allison's first. And when she saw it, Allison cried. And I knew she would because I was like, yes. Because so, I knew. I, I just knew. I'm going to make you cry. Yeah, I knew. I was just like, yes, I got all of them. So then I told Allison, I let her open hers on Christmas Eve because we were going to her parents for Christmas Day. And I, I need you to open yours first right now. I need you, you need you to open this. Before it, so that and she was like, okay, whatever. So she opened. She's like, oh my god, that's so cool. She goes, oh man, my family's gonna be jealous. I'm like, well, it's interesting you said that because I had it made for all the girls in your family. And then she's like, you didn't. I'm like, yep. So then I pull out all the other presents that are all made the same. So then I had all the other girls in the family open them, and Allison got to watch each girl. Like, so it's just her mom opened hers, and then then Isabel opened hers, and then Megan. So, that's cool. yeah. So, all right. I'm glad that worked out. So, what I did to fill you in is Allison's grandma has a revered cook, cook, uh, Christmas cookie recipe in the family. They're good. And so, what I had her grandma do, I had her write in on a card for me. Yeah. 
and grandma was savvy enough social media wise she wrote it to a picture and sent it to me thank god for the win for steve jobs and i sent that to um ashley at the copy goose yeah she made a outline tracing of it and then fired it on a plate for me how cool so and then they have these plates that have their, their, her grandma's Christmas recipe and her handwriting on it. So that's rad. Good thinking. Well, it's tough because her mom and dad, especially those type of people that have everything, yeah, and they're in a position now that if there's something they want to do, just go buy it. So getting them something unique is very tricky sometimes. And it was nice to finally, <laughs> I got them both this year, which never happens. I'm happy about that. I had a good one this year too. I had. Um, Tim from Chippewa Valley got a hold of me. He's like, hey, I have this old, really worn rugby ball. It's beautiful leather. You're the only two people I can think of this <laughs> right now. And I'm like thinking, what could I do with it? That mm-hmm. thing has a wall. He loves the one he has already from you guys, whatever. And I said, how many wallets do you think you could get out of it? And he said, let me work with it and figure it out. And Devin's the youngest of six so he's four brothers and a sister and he made five wallets from this one rugby ball and they had them all you know sent home and they all opened them all together at the same time on zoom that's cool it was cool it's neat i like those unique ones that are super cool more sentimental you know and we got our dad a snowblower (laughs) which i'm sure he loved yeah it was like perfect too like again that son of a gun it's got everything, like everything. And I actually, we had that snowfall in December, and I was thinking, you know, I take a lot of pride in hand shoveling in my driveway. And I told him to Allison, I go, when I turn 50, it might be time to give up the shovel, and I might have to go get a snowblower. And she's like, all right, well, and Allison was rather me just buy the snowblower now. She's mm-hmm. tired of me getting up two hours beforehand to go out there and shovel by. But as I said before, it's my only exercise in the wintertime, so I really don't want to give that up. Yeah. But anyways, I said to Alice's mom, I go, hey, I've been looking at this battery, uh, this electric snowblower, and it's only good for, like, uh, sidewalks yeah. and decks. And then, you've been out there, they have this huge deck that wraps around their house. Oh, yeah. I was like, do you think Pops would like an electric? She goes, actually, we've been looking at them. I'm like, Thank you very much. Don't even bother. <laughs> Add the card. Number five. Number five. Oh my gosh. I'm going to go with jalapeno poppers. Oh, that was on my list. Good, Good one. So my top five now is kind of off the board. We said one, but we didn't. No one officially picked it. So that's a great job. Very good. Any honorable mentions? Anything that you had on your list you guys want to talk about? Buffalo wings didn't make the cut. I mean, like I'm I said, shocked. I mean, yeah. I should have. But I thought one that I, the one I had left out there was number two. Security boards. Yeah, well, I can. I was really surprised. I really thought that was going to go early. But chili. I mean, chili. everybody makes chili, right? Cowboy caviar was on mine. Mm-hmm. And deviled eggs. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I can't. You can't. You can't walk past a spread. I can't pass up a double day. Especially if it's a good one. Yeah, but I mean, that's a bonus if it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not, you can still just grab one, right? Yeah. I don't know. Anything, Brad? Mm. I have cheese fries. Cheese fries? What about meatballs? I'm not a meatball fan. Um, I do. If they're there, I would eat it. But... I like these 
They have the little, little smoky links. Oh, yeah. You wrap them in bacon, then you dust them in brown sugar and black pepper, and then you broil them. And I could, again, eat a whole tray of those without even blinking. Just like, or you could cheat, just use pepper, bacon, and then. That sounds good. They're amazing when they're done right. Because you get everything you can tell caramelized, and then it's just like, but again, I mean, this is why I'm fat, because I love food. So, I mean, it's just kind of what it is, so. I love food. Food is good. Well, we'll take a break and we'll come back. Mm-hmm. And then we'll wrap her up. Mm-hmm. Well, Lindsay, thank you for coming by. Yeah. Again, if people wanted to start their chiropractic journey, someone like myself, maybe Brad even, how, okay. would, you, how would we get in touch with you? Call me at the office. I'm there Monday, Wednesday, Thursday afternoons, and some Saturdays at 884-1212. Awesome. And then you also have Facebook, too, Facebook if you page, want to shoot a message. Yep. Awesome. Um, Brad, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, I'm going to hang out with you at Heart of Lights. Very ice skating. Some people are on the... But I'll come hang out. Yes. That is noted. So, yeah. Other than that, Lindsay, what do you have going on this weekend? We may go ice skating. We may go sledding. But then we're getting together with um, another chiropractor that I practiced with in Ireland. She's back in Michigan, too. And we're getting together for the next round of the Six Nations Rugby Tournament. Nice. For Valentine's Day brunch (laughs) over rugby. That sounds fun. Yeah. I, I guess it involves Bloody Marys. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And mimosas. And lots of good food. I know Lee Fitzpatrick for the longest time was trying to get um, just even like Sunday soccer at Latitudes. Like we would meet at like you know, 11 o'clock. Yeah. Bloody Marys, a couple apps, and then just watch a couple hours of soccer and be done with it until you know, whenever. So mm-hmm. it just never caught on it. Maybe it's time to try again. Yeah. Even though I, uh, on Saturday we're going to watch this So we're doing that. Good news is, is that I'll get to see Aaron, which no matter I'm going to see Aaron until May, so I'll be nice to see Alex and his brother. So that's the bonus of this whole thing. And then Sunday, of course, uh, the cat's out of the bag because we're the funeral and everything. We didn't know what's going on, but so I'm taking Alex and ice skating. I know the ice skating on Sunday for the next day. But then I set it up because I wanted her and Stone to go ice skating together. Aww. So that's happening now. We thought it wasn't because the funeral, but it is happening. So, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, thank you for coming by. Thanks for having me. And then we will talk to you guys next week. Who we are having. Yes, no Anderson. Our first non alpha Truly non alpha Doesn't even live here. Yeah. And that's going to be a remote. So he can remote in for that. We can have that's Preston for number 99. Is right? Yes. And then we have 100, which I'm working on. And I know you know about that. So they just give us the answer. Hundred episode. So after that, and then I think I have two more people in there. 
um, to round it out, and then we'll take a little break. So it'll be like six in a row. So. Take a lot. Take a week off. So. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. See ya. With me, if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right? That's a bet, right? That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right? That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right? That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? Got five on it.